This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Jane Pickett, our resident vet from the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon. And you are very welcome. Let's get straight in with questions for Jane. A Canturk listener says, Hi, Jane. I have a cattle dog. His ear appears to be a little bit on the sore side in that he's rubbing it off the ground. Is there anything I could do to help with it? Um, Okay, yeah. So some of the main signs of irritation um, on the ears for dogs and cats are things like, let's say, rubbing them on the ground, trying to scratch and sometimes missing with their back legs. Um, and head shaking is another really, really common one. Um, it does sound like this is a dog that's rubbing its head off the floor is, is going to be a little bit tender in the ear area. Now, that can sometimes be on the outer flappy bit of the ear called the pinna. So it could be something like a little bit of a skin irritation there or sometimes it could be deep down into the ear itself. Um, so an ear infection. A lot of the time, it's a little bacteria or a little overgrowth of yeast. Um, that's causing an infection. Sometimes it could be something a little bit more challenging, like if they've got something stuck in there and now it's not the right season for it, but things like grass seeds, that kind of stuff is loves getting down and causing problems in ears. Um, but it's always possible, particularly if it's just one ear rather than both ears that he's really bothering. Um, I think the best thing to do in this situation is visit your vet. Um, it may just be something as simple as that they require kind of a routine parasite control or they may need their ears cleaned um, or a little bit of a topical treatment to help if there is an infection. But the main thing to not really kind of wait on is, is getting some comfort for that little dog. As, as, as it is for you as an owner watching, it's, it's very stressful for the dog itself when it's itchy and doesn't know why. Um, so I would visit your vet, uh, tell them what you've been seeing. They'll examine the ear with a little tool called an otoscope, which allows us to see deep down into the ear. Um, and to check out what's going on and they'll be able to help you A, get some comfort for your pet as immediately as they can and B, try and get to the bottom of the problem. Yeah, they don't scratch for no reason. Yeah, they don't scratch for no reason so it definitely needs seeing too. Okay, Anne has a Labrador who had what appeared to be an upset stomach since Monday night, but she's better now today, Thursday. But still, Anne says, not fully right. Normally she wolfs down her food and and there isn't a problem. She's wondering, is there something going around like a bug at the moment that's affecting dogs? Or could there be something wrong with the dried food that I purchased on Monday? Kind regards from Anne. Uh, Okay, so it 
could be a few things. It could be something that's eaten out and about. Dogs are great for eating things they shouldn't. Mine certainly are. Um, or it could be a change in food. So if this was a, a change in food into an, a new bag on Monday, it's a little bit suspiciously coincidental that the sign started on Monday. Um, I think I'm glad that it sounds like she's a little bit better. I hope she's on the road to recovery. But certainly if she's not back to her bright, bouncing self within the next, let's say, 24 hours, or if she's any worse, or if you're concerned, I'd definitely see a vet because kind of being very off form for kind of since Monday is, is a long enough time for them to be feeling a bit a bit unwell in themselves. I think I'd be very curious as to whether it was something to do with the change in food or the change in bag of food. Um, given that the sign starts on Monday when you change, change that one from the sounds of it. But it could be it could be a red herring. It could be a little bug like ourselves that pick up. Now, I'm not aware of anything specific going around, um, but I suppose dogs will be dogs and they will tend to stick their noses into things that potentially might not be the, the nicest for them to, to eat and that they things out and about on the lawn like they little creatures a lot of them will carry nasty bugs that will cause tummy upsets um, or it could be something as simple as a little bit of stress um, or a little virus so there's a number of things that could be going on but I think process of elimination the first thing I'd recommend really in any pet with a, a, a very temporarily upset stomach if they seem otherwise well in themselves is quite a bland diet so something simple like rice and boiled or, or dry roasted chicken no bones obviously um, is usually a good place to start with a bland diet because it's nice and easily digestible or there's lots of different kind of tinged products that are available from vets that are the same things but don't require cooking as it were um, but I really think if it's been going on since Monday if you're not seeing a really really magnificent miraculous improvement in the next 24 hours back to her usual self I'd visit the vet because we just don't want to drag that. on any longer for it. Exactly, exactly. Okay, Dom in McCroom, a uh, seven-year-old Labrador. We think he may have eaten one of the children's toys. He was coughing, almost as if he was choking, and then it, then it passed. He gives the odd cough now and again. How do we check if he has eaten the toy, or do we just watch out to see does he pass it? Hmm. Okay, so if... If he, if he did eat something that he shouldn't have eaten, a foreign body, uh, a children's toy, a lot of the time it'll cause, let's say, gastrointestinal signs. So things like inappetence, not wanting to eat, vomiting is a really, really common one because sometimes these things that they shouldn't eat, they do eat, um, can cause blockages. So the food can't get past, so he'll eat the food, hits the blockage, and it'll have to have to do a reverse and come back up as a vomit. Um I would say that coughing isn't a regular symptom. However, if it was a really small children's toy, like something you might get out of the middle of an inside of an egg or something like that, if it's a small toy, there is always the possibility it might be lodged just in the throat itself. And that will be the kind of thing that will cause a cough. Um, if he seems otherwise well himself, he may have got away with it. But I think if you have any suspicion, I would pop him just as a, a matter of reassurance more than anything else pop to your vet for an exam now a lot of the time let's say confirmation that there might be a toy inside um, would be based on x-ray and that may or may not be suitable depending on what your vet finds and, and the exact symptoms and frequency of the cough or, or other signs you may have so your vet will be the best person to to assess that once he's ass- assessed your dog and I think if you're concerned the best thing is to put your mind at ease and have a chat with your vet about it um, these pesky little toys getting stuck places are, are a real problem 
Um, I think yeah. everybody that has has a, a litany of stories about strange things they found. I know coming up to oh, coming up to Christmas, we'll be advising people about the Christmas tree. It's a kind of an annual thing that happens in in a lot of households. Exactly. Okay, Lorraine in Carrick Tool has a neutered cat. It's a three year old. It's an indoor cat. Uh, she goes out to the toilet and but b- back in again. But in the last few weeks, Lorraine has noticed that every time they put her to go out to the toilet, she's normally just in the garden, goes to the loo, and then is back in again. It's looking like she's trying to explore and run away hasn't happened before she's a pure indoor pet and they're afraid that if she went off left the garden and went out and about she wouldn't survive in the wild because she's such a pure pet why would she suddenly want to start exploring I think it's a little bit natural to a degree this is normally something we see kind of in younger cats as they reach their let's say teenage equivalent which would be kind of six six to eighteen months and um, they want to go out and explore like it like any teenager um, it can somehow happen in older cats, if, particularly if something in the environment or the dynamic of the house has changed. Um, but sometimes it's just opportunistic. If the door is open, they might just want to venture outside. Um, I wouldn't be too concerned. I think the main things are just making sure that it's uh, as, as risk-free as possible. So if you guys live very close to a road friend, or a busy road, for example... I, I'd always be very concerned, particularly living in urban areas with cats. If they are not used to dealing with traffic, that might be a risk. Um, but if it's a more rural area, a lot of the time once cats are very settled in a place and they've lived there for a little while, they're actually very, very good at as long as they don't stray too far away, finding their way back. Um, so normally they'll have their own little territory. So if your little cat's territory is their house and their garden and they don't tend to stray much further, it, it may just stay that way. I think if your cat is really, really keen to explore the great outdoors and, and you're not so sure that it, it has its bearings, as it were, um, it might sound silly, but there are such things as cat leads. Um, so I know when when I've moved house with um, some of my pets, um, when I used to live in the middle of a city and we'd move, um, we used to put our little cat on a lead and take it for walks in the garden. Now, cats are not very compliant. They'll kind of go where, wherever they want to go, not where you want yeah, to go. Yeah, it's not like um, walking a dog. for not like walking a dog, but certainly for a period while they're getting used to their surroundings, um, it can be quite a useful tool to let them explore, but not, not cause themselves any grief. OK, here's a question for Jane, please. My son has recently moved into his own new home. Well done. And he'd love to get a dog. He particularly wants to get a Dalmatian. He knows the breed will require a lot of exercise. He's willing to do all of that. But where in Cork City or County should he go to get one? How do you find out where to buy a dog these days? We want nothing to do with puppy farms. We want to make sure we're doing everything right. How do you find a breeder? Okay, there's a few ways of doing this. Um, if you First and foremost, I suppose, if you have your heart 100% set on getting a Dalmatian, just make sure you do lots of research about the breed. Every single breed has their own little quirks and their health problems that they tend to be a bit more prone to. Um, so it's really important just to, to read up on those. With Dalmatians, they can have problems with their hearing and also how they, they can sometimes get bladder stones as well. So off, just off the top of my head, um, I know that every breed has, has a few problems, so just being prepared for that. Um, if you don't have your heart dead set on a Dalmatian, consider rehoming. Um, there are plenty and plenty of beautiful dogs that cats out there. Um, that for one reason or another, their kind of circumstances in their first home may not have quite worked out. Um, so contacting places like the, the ISPCA or other kind of local charities can sometimes be a great bet to get a really lovely dog who will appreciate a, a second chance in life. But if you have your heart absolutely set on getting a Dalmatian or a specific breed, first and foremost, speak to your vet. Now, this is a bit hit and miss, 
we might know somebody in the local area that breeds that particular type of, of dog, but we might not. It's, you know, it's, it's potluck, but they might. They're a good first port of call, and they'll also help you a little bit if you have any questions about the breed. The second place I contact is the Irish Kennel Club because they tend to keep registers of, um, let's say, dogs and breeders that are registered with them um, and when they might be having puppies. So they'd be the best people to guide you in the right direction. I think the, the main things that I would say in buying any pup is make sure you see the pup with its mum and make sure you see the pup where it's kept. So no kind of boots of cars on the sides of roads or, you know, just seeing the puppy in isolation from its mum. You want to make sure that it's a good, reputable, normal place um, and it looks nice and clean and the, the dogs keep, uh, appear well kept for because you want to make sure that you're supporting breeding in the right way and you're supporting people who take care of their dogs. Um, so just be a little bit careful about that. But um, they're the main places I'd ask. Yeah, for. and they're, they're costly as well. He'll pay. Her mm. son will pay. Very anyway, uh, listen, uh, Jane, thank you for that. Have a lovely week and we'll chat next Thursday. You too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street uh, Veterinary Group. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.